Grown-ass conversations for grown-ass people. Get ready for truth-telling tales with your host, Jazz. I mean, since we're being honest, right? Hello, everyone. Welcome back. If you are new here, this is Since We're Being Honest, the podcast. And I am your host, Jazz. I hope you all have been having an amazing September. Uh, I know I have. And I have a new treat for y'all. Today, we're going to be introducing a new series that I think will be pretty educational and entertaining for the listeners. Also, something new. Um, If you need tips and resources in any career or field you're thinking about being in, that you're in, or anything like that. So, I'm excited. First... We can talk about how the month has been for me and for us. <laughs> um, TT been tired. <laughs> September has been a great, great, great month for me so far. Um, I was able to get accepted into the program that I'm trying to dive into, I want to say, um, as a career choice. So, I'm excited about that. Also, I've been working on some more things for us. (laughs) As far as the podcast, I don't want to share too much, but there is definitely more good news coming soon. So, now that we got that out the way, (laughs) let me introduce what this new series is about. So, since we're being honest, the podcast has created a series called Women in Business. And this series welcomes all women entrepreneurs or career girlies who are willing to share their transparent experiences and obstacles with the ins and outs of entrepreneurship, juggling careers, business life, mom life, anything you can think of as far as women in business. Like what it takes to be a successful woman, persevering through tough times, like all of that. So I'm definitely excited for the new series, this first episode, and I'm really hoping that you all enjoy. So let's jump into it. Okay, welcome back. Thank you all so much for tuning in to Since We're Being Honest, the Women in Business series. Today, we have Senior Accountant, Ms. Courtney Moore, with us today. And we're just going to talk a little bit about career. We're going to talk about why accounting is important in businesses, um, navigating through the tough times while being a mom, everything. So I'm excited to have you. First of all, thank you so much. For taking time course, out of your day. So of I want course. you to tell the people who you are and what you do. Okay, well, as Jasmine said, I am Courtney Moore. I am a senior accountant here in Memphis, Tennessee. Um, I work at a firm called WABTS, the County of Financial and Tax Advisors. We service clients here in Memphis, Atlanta, um, the region, and in, actually anywhere in the U.S., so. Yeah, so that's what I do. Um, I service different businesses from surgeons, um, doctors, daycare owners, restaurant owners, um, all types of stuff. So, yeah. I did not know you did all of that. Yeah. You've been rolling, (laughs) please. So, (laughs) 
<laughs> Thank you for your services. <laughs> Thank you. We appreciate you. So briefly, um, I just want to dive into some things. Um, so one question I did have for you that I'm pretty sure the listeners will probably want to know is what should people look for when they're searching for an accountant? Um, I would say someone who is first honest. Second knows their stuff. Well, first knows their stuff. Second honest, however you want to put it. Um, and somebody who you can have a relationship with. You don't want to um, bring somebody on your team that just feels like somebody you just paying. Um, mm-hmm. You want it to be somebody. You want that person or that firm to be um, people who you can trust. People because it's your business. Mm-hmm. Um, and. A lot of business owners um, are experts at what they do, but they don't know the the the, the financial side or the accounting side of their business. And so um, it's good to, like I said, get somebody who knows what they're talking about. Uh, a lot of people give a lot of fluff and they seem like they know um, and they don't. And then also, like I said, trust is so important and honesty is so important because it's a lot of people who don't have an accountant, but they have tax preparers, and those people don't have backing in accounting most times, and so the work that they provide is just kind of topical, it's just surface level, it's kind of, oh, I can get you the biggest refund, people think that that's the most important thing, or that that's important, period, and it's not, and so a lot of times people get either out here just doing their own thing, they don't have an accountant, or they have, you know, the wrong people, you know, in their ears. Um, so, yeah, I think those are the top three things you need to look for. Someone who is educated in it and knows what they're talking about and able to explain it to you, too. Because um, okay. I can talk to another accountant and use, you know, these accounting terms and we're here, but then if I talk to the client and I'm going over the head, what good is that? So right. somebody who can break it down to you and, and make it plain and simple and so that y'all are on the same page and that you're understanding what they're talking about and um don't feel like they're just you know talking over your head and you're just paying these people and you don't even know what's going on so mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and I, I was really excited about this episode too because I know that in the minute it's gonna be time for me to have an accountant especially with mm-hmm. the business side of it and I did do a little mm-hmm. research that is super important having an accountant mm-hmm. is super important especially for your financial um recording Mm-hmm. And all of your documents, yeah, I didn't realize that either. So. Yeah, a lot of people think that. Um, my my boss says a lot of times. Um, he he tells clients or people that are, are interviewing us to come on board and all of that. Um, seeing that we're a good fit for them and they're a good fit for us. He says like you may be in business for yourself, but you're not in business by yourself. And we say that because we it's a team effort. Um, you may be the business owner, but any business owner should have um, a banker, an accountant, an attorney, and an insurance agent. Those four, and even if you don't have an insurance agent yet, those top, those are the top three, attorney, accountant, and your banker. And you should have a tight relationship with them because, again, you may be the face of your business or your brand or whatnot, and you're the owner, but when it comes to funding, you have to have a relationship with your banker, not just, mm-hmm. oh, I bank at such and such bank. But do they know you? Do they know your business plan? Do they know your vision, where you're trying to go? You know what I'm saying? Do they know 
you um because it's several different opportunities that may cross you know their their desk and it's like oh if i know jasmine oh, i know jasmine this is her third year in business and she's been trying to expand and different things like that and she has this amount of capital and she was profitable her first three years or she was she had a loss the first year but then she was profitable to, you know the second two and i think this could help her let me call jasmine and tell her what just came across my desk but if you don't have a banker you just out here by yourself trying to you know hustle 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 and make the money on your own when it's funding all around you but you will know that if you have a relationship then you have your accountant who is going to keep your things in order um, your financial statements, like you spoke about, your tax mm-hmm. returns. Um, a lot of people don't know all the taxes that come into being a business owner. A lot of people don't know all the annual filings, the quarterly filings, all these different things that go into having a business. So they just think, oh, I just make money, I got money, and that's it. And it doesn't work like that. And when um, tax time come around, that's why a lot of people get audited and stuff like Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do the yeah. importance in it, definitely. Yeah. So what do you think is the hardest part about being an accountant? Like, even though this, you know, your career of choice and you're always supposed to love what you do, but what do you think would be maybe one or two things that would be the hardest part about being an accountant? Um, for me, let's see. The two things, maybe not the hardest, but hmm, the hardest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like the the knowledge. I guess becoming an accountant is is yeah. harder than actually being an accountant because um, you go to school and all this stuff is thrown at you within a certain amount of time, and so you're learning, you know, stuff about every aspect of accounting or you know a wide range of uh, information about accounting whereas when you get into your field you know you're not doing every single little thing that you learn you know you may be a tax accountant you may be a financial accountant you may be you know you may work in accounts payable you may work in accounts receivable and that's just like one section to it now at my firm um because we're a private firm that other businesses outsource to us we do have to do multiple things whereas um somebody else may just be working at accounts payable at FedEx or something. Um, I work, I do multiple things uh, for businesses. So I think balance, and it's not necessarily hard, it's just important. Um, Balance is a key factor in my firm because you may have things that are important, but not urgent. You may have things that come across your desk that are important and urgent. And you just have to be able to balance your workload, Um, you have different due dates that come about, you have different sporadic things that happen, Um, and so it's just about balance. Balance may be number number one, and it's, again, I won't say that it's hard, Mm -hmm. but just as you grow as an accountant, at least for me, as I grow as an accountant, balance is like numero uno, what's driving the work that you do, like, okay, well, today is... um, September, whatever today is, like what deadlines are coming up or what, you know, all of that. So that's yeah. kind of what drives me. So that's one complexity of being an accountant, me being able to balance everything, my workload, um, and getting things done at a certain time because time drives everything, time and money. Um, and then second, it's not necessarily being the accountant, but building trust with clientele. So it's not necessarily hard for me to build trust, but having 
clients who, you know, they may have, they may just be starting out and they don't really know us. So it's kind of like they're getting a feel for us and we're getting a feel for them. And we know that we're honest. We know we stand behind our work and stand behind our numbers and stand behind our advice, but they may not know it. So it's kind of like, well, yeah, I really need you, but, and, you know, they try to, you know, um, hold their business like their baby like you know you wouldn't mm-hmm. just send your son to anybody you know yeah. what I'm saying? I wouldn't just send my daughter to anybody to go spend the night or anybody as a daycare owner or whatever like you know you got to build that trust so I think um that's another important factor and again I won't call it hard but it's just another important factor in being uh being an accountant um building that trust with different business owners or individuals in general where they trust us and they trust me and and we build their relationship um because these are a lot of times multi-million dollar companies and you know a lot of people just want to make the money make the money and keep their hands on it and and control everything it's kind of like that's fine because we don't want your money but we do want to help you maintain your money, grow your company, learn more, and stay in compliance with all the reporting, all the taxes, all, you know, the annual filings, all of that. So I think that's a complex thing where sometimes people um, are slow to fully trust, if that makes yeah. sense. So that, makes, so that makes my job hard sometimes because it's kind of like, well, I do, I need to be able to do X, Y, Z, but you're kind of keeping the chains on it. And I'm, uh, I'm really trying okay. to do my job here. But you kind of, you know, keep it tight grip. You've taken me baby steps. And I understand, but I'm just trying to do my job to my best ability. So that's another complexity to it, too. But I feel like, you know, as far as what you said, as far as that, you know, building with trust, I mean, that goes hand in hand with bankers and lawyers and all of that because... I mean, yeah, your businesses are your baby, but it's like, even though sometimes people don't be in it for the money, like, that is important, and you don't trust everybody with your money. Yeah, that's facts. That's facts. So, so... I definitely, definitely, definitely. Well, let me turn over a new leaf. Um, (laughs) Enough about (laughs) what you do. I want to know what it's like in the corporate world under 30, because you got, you hold a lot of hats. (laughs) You do a lot of hits. So is it overwhelming? Well, not for me because again, my firm is a private firm. So like we're not um I wouldn't say that we're quote unquote corporate like what you may think. So um my firm is small. Um, private again, it's a private firm. Uh, Perry Wilkins Senior is the owner. Um, we've been in business for forty three years this year. Um, so our, I know, right? I know, black owned firm in the city. Um, yeah. Um, right. Um, so we are about staff of ten, and so for me, it feels like kind of like like an extended family. So I'm not like, uh, when I go to work, I don't have to code switch. I don't have to change who I am. Of course, I'm professional, but I can still be Courtney. And mm-hmm. a lot of people don't have that story. Like, you know, like I have friends who are also in accounting and they work for um, like corporate, corporate um, businesses. 
and their experience is much different than mine. I've had friends who don't even want to be an accountant anymore because of their experience in corporate. And so I can't really say that I'm really, really corporate. Like, yeah, I'm an accountant. Yeah, I'm a senior accountant, and I work at a firm. But thank God, like, luckily for me, I was blessed to work at a company who is um, very close-knit, um, very open. Our communication is very open with one another. Uh, I, I know I hear a lot, um, just like the pressures in corporate, like, you know, when the boss walk in, oh, you got to, you know, like that. Mm-hmm. Granted, we mm-hmm. respect we respect our boss. And we, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a, a mutual respect, though, that goes on in our office. And versus open like communication, a fear. Yeah. You know, versus, yeah, versus mm-hmm. a fear. And um and not saying that we're like laxy daisy because we're professional for sure and mm-hmm. you know business is business, um but like I said that the atmosphere is not that of oh I walk in fear around here if such and such is around or you know like that yeah. so I don't have that experience but being a young professional though um being a young professional in general under thirty. I just feel like I'm in a realm where I learn so much. So again, at my firm, there are all types of business owners that we service. Whereas if I just worked at FedEx, I would just see FedEx information. But I get to dialogue and learn and meet with judges, attorneys, doctors, surgeons, they can, like literally whomever. Like if you sell hair, like I, yeah. I get to talk to you. If you sell skin products and these are real fields that we service and so I get to learn from people that are sometimes younger than me making over a million dollars a year Uh, sometimes two times my age I get to see people starting up their businesses I get to see people closing down their you know they're retiring and they're passing the business the business on to their children or whatever case may be and so I think the position that I'm in in my field as a professional under under 30 I'm in a prime position to learn and build on the shoulders of so many people. Um, I'm not sheltered and like stuck off in the corner, like, oh, you don't need to know. Uh-uh. Like I get to literally mm-hmm. learn and see firsthand how these businesses run and the do's and the don'ts of business. And, you know, so that when I'm in position to start the businesses that I want to start and build my own legacy for myself and my daughter, I know which routes to take, if that makes sense. Right. So I feel like I'm honestly in a prime position uh, in the field that I'm in and as a young professional to build a strong foundation for the legacy that I want for, to leave for me and my daughter. So, yeah. Yep. Oh, you. You've always been so mature. So, <laughs> no, you're <laughs> I know you're going to experience that. I'm big. Oh, it. I thank you. I think I received um, that. I received um, that for sure. No problem. Okay. So, Speaking of motherhood, mm-hmm. how would you um, empower a working mother? Like, mm-hmm. do you have any tips or any resources that one may need? Um, you know, especially with, like, for me, I'm starting school soon um, in a new program, and I know that I'll be away from my son a mm-hmm. lot, um, yeah. especially with my work schedule. So, how would you empower? Just like a woman that's trying to just trying to do what needs to be done. Cause I know yeah. it has been some tough times mm-hmm. while being a mother. So what 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 tips are the um things you have for 
women like us. <laughs> well, first, I'd like to say kudos to all the working mamas that's making it happen and doing what has to be done, okay? Um, so, I'm a new mom. My baby is just now 17 months. So, I can say that this journey has been a learning process. So, what I would say to another working mom, a boss mama, um, right. give yourself one, give yourself grace because I know as a new mom, I have, I had mom guilt, like, man, like obviously working all my life before, uh, you know, before motherhood and then becoming mm-hmm. a mom and, you know, not having the luxury to be a stay at home mom. Okay. Um, so having Baby. to go, <laughs> so, <laughs> so having to go to work, having that guilt to, oh, I'm leaving my baby. Oh, you know, she's with somebody else for eight hours a day and I'm missing out on XYZ. Like those are my thoughts. Those are my feelings. And even now it's been my fuel for me to say to myself and plan out my life in a way of like, okay, court, this is not what you want forever. Like you have to put yourself in position to have freedom of time. Like you, you just mm-hmm. can't, you know, only see your baby before working and after working it's time for bed. Like you, that just can't be it. Um, so what I'll say, one is to give yourself grace because, you know what I'm saying, as a mom, like, you got to do what's got to be done. And sometimes that is working. Some some mamas working two jobs. Some, you know what I'm saying? Some mamas working, over, you know, working overnight and whatever, whatever. And so I'll say give yourself grace. But then I also say that I always tell myself this, that your child has one mother, one these jobs lord forbid if something were to ever happen they will replace you it's and so i tell myself they, girl, they, they will replace you that you're easily replaced no matter how much you love the company or the company loves you you are replaceable but that baby cannot replace you as their mom like you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so i say to the working mom to um Take time, have intentional time, if that makes sense. When you're at work, give it 120%. You know, do what needs to be done, blah, blah, blah. When you leave that job and it's, it's you and your baby, be intentional with your children because that time they can't get back. And you hear so many times, like, you know, adults saying, oh, well, I'm closer with my grandma because my grandma raised because my mama, all she did was work, you know? Stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, well, baby, I was providing for you. Mom, mama didn't have a choice. And I get it now. Like, I get it now. Um, so this, those are probably the two things I would say. Give yourself grace because you're trying to balance it as best as you can. That's all you can do. Balance it as best as you can. And then two, just that intentional time. Be very intentional. Um, I know throughout the weeks because schedule, schedule is so tight for me. Um, me and Emmy don't really get to go out and do all the, you know, extra stuff during the week because right. the schedule is so, is so tight. But on the weekend, I make intentional time for her. Like we, you know, go out and go to the zoo and go to the children's museum and this and the third and plan trips and, um, all of that. So I'll just say like, just balance, try your best to balance it as much, as much as possible. Um, like I said, give 120% while you're at the job and make your coins, sis. Uh, put yourself in position to have multiple streams of revenue because that's the only reason, that's the only way that we get uh, freedom of time. 
like when we have multiple streams of revenue. Because if I if I have to work this nine to five and then get off and get my baby situation, and then go do something like you know go to another job, like you have no time with your kid. But when you're investing and that money is making money in your sleep, or if you like you, you know, having different businesses and all that type of stuff, different you know different moving pieces, right. and you got money coming in several different ways and eventually you may not have to work that nine to five you see what i'm saying yeah. so um just play chess if that makes sense and then also right now is this moment is not forever if that makes sense that's yeah. something i had to tell myself too um you know for for anybody you know we all have different journeys and different stories and sometimes it gets heavy okay like baby i'm stressed i'm stressed out at work and <laughs> raising the baby is hard on its own okay um so all that can be a bit much but like take time for yourself even if you just need to when that baby's sleeping just center yourself soak in the tub whatever you need to do and get a game plan and let yourself know like remind yourself this moment right here is not always like it may be hard right now trying to balance work and everything but you're gonna find it like you're gonna find your way you're gonna find that balance eventually um so yeah i just say that grace in balance and intentional time. Yep. Being and intentional I with your time. I'm really going to um, piggyback off the intentional time because now in the season that I'm in, I really don't have any time for my son at all. And it's kind of weird, you know, from, of course, well, the close people to me know Jackson has never been a daycare or nothing. So mm-hmm. him even being in school alone is too much for me right now. Yeah. We're working into our third week. Um and he's warming up to it. However, only time I'm able to see him is when I drop him off um at school. Mm-hmm. Um my work schedule is crazy so I don't get off until 10 ish um at night and by that time he's already in bed. So I don't see him until like every morning or like every other um weekday that I'm off because I work yeah. work work rotating um weekends so mm-hmm. it's it's been kind of difficult especially with me um starting this new program like I said for school so they give me a grace and that time is very important because you don't want your child to feel like you're neglecting them and I think that's just a mommy deal anyways yeah because we never want to leave them <laughs> right right it's right like at the same time we got to do what we got to do yeah, I feel like, and then your son is much older than any my mm-hmm. my baby. So I feel like as they grow, and again, like you're in a pro, you're you're starting a new program, but you're not gonna be in it forever. Right. Like that's just a season, and whatever it is, whatever program that you're in, and congratulations on you starting mm-hmm. a new program. Um, this program that you're starting, I'm sure it's something that you're putting into play to 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 further push you and be able to provide a lifestyle, certain lifestyle for your son. Mm-hmm. So this is just one of the moving pieces that's in your puzzle. This is just one of the stepping stones to get you further. You know what I'm saying? So it's just part of it. And I feel like sometimes we want it all at one time and we it's not always like that for everybody. And like this? I would I would love to be wealthy right now. Mm-hmm. And I would love to have the freedom of time right now. And I would love to be able to wake up with my baby every day, take my time and fix her breakfast, take my time, take her to school, take my time to go do yoga. Once I drop her, I'll pick her up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and, and not miss out on anything or, mm-hmm. you know, not need extra people to um, keep her because I'm going to start a master's program or, you know, whatever. Like, right. that's, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's a fairy tale that we desire. But sometimes, I mean, it's the real world. And I saying that 
there's not a woman out here that's able to live her fairy tale. I'm just saying for us or for individuals, sometimes we're in a season where we don't have it all at that one moment, but we're making moves towards the life that we want to be able to quote unquote, have it all. Um, and so I'll just say again, kudos to you for making the step to starting your program. And um, I definitely understand, you know, not, wanting to be away from your son and all of that but maybe just tell yourself like girl this is only a moment this is only right. a moment this is for the betterment of myself it's exactly. temporary you know once it's over i'm gonna be so proud of myself i'm gonna have uh, more doors are gonna be open for me this and the third and you know you'll be able to look back and you'll be like that's a sacrifice like that's right. a sacrifice you had to make for you and your child and so Whereas right now, it may not be the most comfortable, it might be necessary. And right. so that's another thing, like I can tell you, myself, or any other mom that's listening, like we be making the necessary moves. And it might not be the most comfortable, the most glamorous or whatever, but something like we, what Tommy Pickles you can say, a baby got to do what a baby got to do. Right. Like, a mama. I was just about to say um, that. One thing about a mama, she knows what she got to do. It might be a the hardest mama. thing ever. Yeah. A mama, mama gotta do what a mama gotta do. <laughs> period. But when you do get that time with your son, on the days that you working, you working, you grinding, you making that money, you whatever, whatever. But on the days with your son, and you may be tired, you may be whatever, whatever. But again, it just goes back to the the balance and the intention of time. Okay, I know I'm gonna see Jacks on Friday. I know Paw Patrol coming or whatever. Like mm -hmm. we gonna go do that or whatever. Cause again, every day ain't sunshine. Not mm -hmm. every day. Like every season ain't sunshine, but when it do come, are we gonna take advantage of it and we're gonna enjoy it and we're gonna bask in it and we're gonna have fun and we're gonna go get the ice cream and we're gonna walk in the park and we're gonna go to the river and we're gonna feed the ducks and we're gonna do this and we're gonna do that. You know, just, just make those moments that you do have with him enjoyable, memorable and everything. And then when you grinding, he, he, he at the forefront of your mind, this is your wife. This is your wife, this is why I'm doing this. You know what I'm saying? This is why I got to do this because I want a better lifestyle for myself and my child. So, right, right. yeah. And just a little um, icebreaker, y'all. Me and Courtney have been friends for so long. I don't even want to tell y'all how many years. <laughs> so, the way is comforting <laughs> to me, like, this is what we do. Anyway, she also have um, a mommy's group. We have a mommy's group that she has started. And yeah. we've been in it. And then I'm I'm trying to do some more events. I know I missed the last one, but I'm trying to do some more events and stuff mm -hmm. for the holidays and the kids and stuff. So mm -hmm. and I hope y'all are listening and taking notes because, <laughs> baby, the patience is a virtue, definitely. And I think that's why I decided to start this series of women in business because I don't think mm -hmm. people are really understanding the ins and outs of women yeah. being in business. Like, it's yeah. a lot. Yeah. No, that's facts. That's Because every day I got a new way to get some money, but it's like, Jasmine, take your time with the businesses that you got. How you going to start? Yeah. I want to work on something else, but it's like, I got to get this for my baby. I got to do this for my baby. Yeah. No, that's facts. That's facts. I heard somebody say before, like, or it maybe just be a, a, a saying, um, would you rather be a jack of all trades or a master of none, or like a master of one or a master of none? I don't know. It goes something like that. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you do gotta have different stuff in motion because you don't know which one gonna hit. You right. know, 
Sometimes you do gotta have your hands in many pots and then sometimes it's a season where you be like, all right, let me slow down. This one look like, like this needs my attention right here. Or this this opportunity look like this the one I need to take. Or this one, mm, it ain't really doing what it needs to do right now. So I might hold off on this and let me focus on this and let them get that popping. And then you can use that to fund another one, you know? So yeah. it's, it's different ways. Don't 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 be too hard on yourself because hey, we all figuring it out. It ain't just, you know, one way to do it. Um on this journey. You like an accountant. You put your accountant hand <laughs> on real quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit. <laughs> so before we wrap up, I do have one last question. Well, it's just a statement that for me, I want to ask every woman that I bring on, um, you know, just to kind of get a feel of, women in business overall to understand also mm-hmm. understand why I'm doing it you know because y'all are teaching me too mm-hmm. so in your opinion um what is the qualities of a successful woman and you can just give me one or have you want to do it but I really want to know what do you think <laughs> <laughs> what are the qualities of a successful woman because I know Success- we have flaws all of us do but in the, mm. I would say in the, in the season that you are in now with your career, mm-hmm. what what qualities do you think that you you've bought or you have been bringing to you know as far as career wise, as far as just like an overall in your life, like what 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 qualities do you think um are the best you know as far as a successful woman? What mm. do they need to have? What do you think? a successful woman needs to have hmm that's a good question let's see because <laughs> success is such a person like a, it's perspective it is. um there's no one to me it's no one definition of success or one mm-hmm. type of success so let me see the qualities of a successful woman i will first say the first three words that came to my mind for real for real mm-hmm. is honesty, consistency, and grind. Them mm-hmm. the three, them the first three that came mm-hmm. to my mind. It mm-hmm. may be more, but them the first three. And I say this, I say why. I say honesty anyway, because that's just my character. And I yeah. feel like it's so important mm-hmm. with anything, with any relationship, with any business transaction, with any person. Because if you can't be honest, how you gonna it's only so far you can get. That's just like right. a relationship. If I'm not being honest with you, if I'm hiring, so it's only so far it's gonna go. Like something gonna come to the light. If I'm lying on my taxes, it's only so so far I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get out of it. Um, if I'm, you know what I'm saying, reporting one number to the state, like oh, I only made fifty k, knowing I made five hundred k in a month, mm-hmm. they're gonna find you. Like right. it's only so far you can go. So I feel like honesty, or even not even just as an accountant or a business owner, even as a worker, if mm-hmm. you still in time, if you, you know, whatever you're doing that you know is wrong, it's only so far you're going to get being shysty. So I feel like honesty is numero uno. Then I feel like consistency, like that's one thing that I'm trying to implement overall in my life period, where it's, whether it's consistency of waking up 
two hours early or consistent in my word or consistent in workouts or consistent in eating healthy, whatever it is, I feel like consistency builds pattern. It builds a way of, it builds a lifestyle. Like if you waking up six o'clock one day, 10 o'clock the next day, some days you eat, some days you don't. Like it's like you kind of off balance. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, some days you're doing your work, some days you're not. Some days you're telling the truth, some days you're not. It's kind of like, what? Like you need to get yourself together, like get centered and like just be consistent. Like put um practice good habits over and over and over, and it becomes a lifestyle. Um yes. and then the Ooh, grind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then mm-hmm. the grind. I feel like you gotta have a grind because if not, this world gonna chew you up and spit you out. Like Amazing. life gonna happen, life gonna happen, um, your home life, something can happen, um, health, like anything, like life be life in. Like people say it all the time, but like it's real. Like it's real out here. And so you gotta have it dog, you gotta have it fighting you, you gotta have it grinding you, because if not, ain't nobody just gonna give it to you. Like, a lot of times I hear you got to take some. And I'm not saying, like, take some isn't, like, getting it, like, the wrong way. way. But I'm saying, yeah, I'm not saying that at all. But I'm saying, like, you got to fight for what you want out here. Like, right now you just said you started a new program, but you got your baby. Like, that's a fight that you got to choose every single day. You could easily be, like, you could withdraw if you wanted to. You could just not go to class. You could just whatever, whatever. But you got to fight every day. And tell yourself like nah jazz, we gotta go today. Like we gotta we gotta grind today. Yeah. We got we got to. And so that fight, that grind, that dog, like you gotta have it too. Um, especially if you're trying to be successful, especially if you wanna be the best, especially if you're trying to make a mark on your community, especially if you're trying to leave a legacy, especially if you're trying to build an empire, like anything, like you have to have that grind um inside. So yeah, I'll say honesty, consistency, and grind. No grit, no grind. Like right. for real. And cause I've been praying the um that procrastination and laziness off me every day. Mm-hmm. Because I know sometimes life is overwhelming. You be like, no, I just need a day. But it's like mm-hmm. if you take that day honestly. And you know you could be doing something else. Like mm-hmm. you just your reward, your reward is just being pushed back more yeah, and more. That's true. That's true. Yep. So well, thank you so much. I am baby. Honored, grateful, all of the above. Because I really, really, really enjoyed you today. And thank you for being episode one for women in blue. Thank well, thank you for for um inviting me. Um, thank this is my you. first time being invited to a podcast, girl. So, <laughs> well, <laughs> thank you, baby. You did. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was awesome. I'm so proud of you. I wish you nothing but the best on thank this you. endeavor and all mm-hmm. other endeavors. Um, this was awesome. I enjoyed my time here again. I am Courtney Moore, Senior Accountant at WABTS Financial and Tax Advisors. If y'all need an accountant, hit your girl up. <laughs> um, leave your um social media for them. Um, and any additional things that they can contact you or the business that you the firm that you work for, whatever okay. they need. Okay. Okay. Well, my Instagram handle is at 
underscore court. So that's K zero instead of an O. So K zero U R T. So that's me, court. Um, you can email me K more at WABTS.us. Um, or you can give me a call in my office phone, or you can text me on my office phone, 901 412 8386. Accounting, like even if you just need, like she said, a consultation just to know where to start. Please don't hesitate. Don't hesitate, child. We don't want y'all to be up for nothing, and and we don't want y'all to tell. Okay, taxes, (laughs) payroll, setting up a business, monthly accounting, bookkeeping, financials, all that stuff. We do that. We're we're a one stop shop for businesses. So yeah, just look. I'm gonna send my call your girl. When I'm done, right, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Well, I right. Get my consultations. <laughs> <laughs> correct, correct. Well, I enjoy myself. This was awesome. Thank you, thank you so much, Court. And I will see you guys. Well, not see, well, talk to y'all. y'all. See y'all, <laughs> talk to y'all, engage with y'all on the next episode. So please stay tuned. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to follow on all social networks, sharing your thoughts and stories about this week's episode.